Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Friday. Finally, finally. It seems like the short weeks uh, always seem to be longer than the long weeks. So there you go. But here we are at Friday. Um, we had a, quite a pullback yesterday, and uh, hopefully nobody got hurt. I was sold out a number of positions, which yeah, kind of stinks. But uh, I have some uh, good news, and the good news is... I have a kind of a cool trade for you that I just kind of want to show you um, that I've been working on. I did get a fill on it, which is uh, which is great, um, you know, because sometimes you don't. And uh, I think this might be of interest. This is basically an earnings trade, um, you know. And before earnings, sometimes a stock will move, you know, violently <laughs> in one direction or another. Now. I do believe, based on my analysis, that uh, it is very likely that um, uh, that into the in, into this in, into the into the earnings for Wells Fargo, which is, happens on July 14th, um, it's likely to move higher. So I kind of want to just show you some slides here, real quick, and uh, you know, kind of see if you're interested in this. Um, if if you are, I'm going to be trying to put a uh, link to. Uh, you know, I'll put this out probably with the action trade alerts, but a link to this trade. I'm still working on it, but I did get a fill, and uh, so yeah. I mean, I think that this might be of interest uh, interest to you. So I'm going to kind of just for for fun here put it up and kind of give you a, a look at it. Basically, Wells Fargo, of course, is a money center bank, and uh, you know it's been beaten down as of late, but it does look like based on the chart that it may be pulling up. I just kind of want to show you how the chart is is trending right now. As you can see, uh, you know, way back here in, in December, we, we went with this what they call the Golden Cross, where the 50-day line moves above the 200-day line. So that's looking pretty good. What happened is it did make a high up here. This is kind of where Warren Buffett sold the stock. And then it's kind of been retreating and sort of bounce down here and then it's come up to about this 46 level come back down and I think I believe it is bounced here so what I did today is I opened um, a trade and basically this is kind of the recap of the trade and this is how it sort of works and on these option trades what I'm doing here is I'm buying calls uh, but I'm also selling calls at the same time so that I'm not paying the entire freight. And I'm also limiting my risk. That's a very important thing. When you buy a naked call, that can be very risky because you can run out of time or, you know, and it goes, uh, it, uh, it, it doesn't get exercised. So you lose all the money. Uh, so one of the things I like to do is I like to do spreads because with a spread, I'm limiting my risk. So here's how, here's what I did today. I bought um, some of these 4250 calls. Okay, that's the August 20th, and I always give it a little bit of a ramp, even though even even though the stock is get, even though uh, earnings are going to be basically on the 14th. So it's basically just got a few days here, even though it's going to be there, and I probably will close it there. Uh, I'm I'm I you know I'm going to be very I'm going to be very careful. And, uh, and and basically, uh, I'm going to limit my risk. So basically, the entry cost for this, now this is for three contracts. If you wanted to do just one contract, divide this by three. Uh, my entry cost, basically um, $567. And then I have a potential of uh, 933 That's if it moves above 4750 by 
by August 19th. I probably will not hold it that long, to be honest with you, because it looks like it's likely to move up, uh, based on my calculations, about 4%, about 4.5%. If that is true, by, by the time the earnings come around, uh, we should be able to net, uh, let's see, there we go, okay, by the time the earnings uh, rolls around, we should be able to net basically at about 40, I'm going to say, I think it may, may go as high as this 46 area, because this was the, this is the high, about $318. So I will probably close this early, uh, but it does have a potential of $933. Just kind of wanted to show you this, um, you know, this, this, uh, this, this spread trade, because it is kind of interesting, and it does, you know, it does provide a very good opportunity, I think, uh, you know, for some, uh, you know, you know, for for a good trade. Now, what I'll do with this, uh, if you're uh, interested in the trades, I'm going to be, I'll, I'm, I'm going to finish this out. And I don't have it up now, but what I will do is, if you're on the Action Trade Alerts, of course, then um, then I'm going to send this out uh, tonight after it's finished. And also, if you're in the Discord room. Uh, this is a trade that's right available right now in the Discord room. And of course, if you're looking on TikTok, the way you can see this trade, and, and obviously you didn't see anything. I talked a lot, but you didn't see anything in the background. The reason is, of course, is that the only way I can um, I can show it is on YouTube. So if you want to see this, just jump on over to uh, to go to my profile, click the link, and then scroll all the way down. I'm presenting this on YouTube. And by the way, this is all being recorded. Uh, so that you'll be able to to see a link. But if you want to uh, get access to this trade, it's a good trade. Uh, you'll need to be on the action trade alerts by about five uh, five thirty tonight is when we're going to probably be sending this out. So uh, it's easy to do. Just go to the link, click the link, first and last name, and an email address, so that we can get it out to you. All right. Well, thank you very much for that. Uh, let's see if we can uh, get some of the questions here. And uh, let's get going on some of the questions. Thanks for, thanks for holding here, and uh, hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get to your questions right away here. All right, so there we go. All right, so thank you. Um, and the first question, thank you very much, Mark. Let's look at INTT to kind of see how that's looking. Uh, see if we can. Oh, I lost my uh, I lost my camera. So if we can get that back, there we go. Come on. There we go. Well, it had trade man there. I n i n t t. So that's probably a bit easier. Uh, let's see if we can get that. I n t t is there. We go. All right. In test company. Wow, that's interesting. I've not I'm not familiar with in test. And uh, let's just kind of take a look at the chart here. Nice chart. It's like moving up very, very nicely. Let's first take a look at the weekly chart to kind of see. It's in this miscellaneous product, electric miscellaneous product category, basically producing thermal and electrical products for semiconductor manufacturers. I do very much like the semiconductor area, of course, because the semiconductor area, there's going to be a lot of investment in this, both from TSM, TSM which is Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, of course, and Intel, as well as some of the other manufacturing, TI. So we're in a we're in a uh, super cycle for the semiconductor industry. There's a lot of there's a lot of interest in it right now. Uh, so let's kind of look at the last last few months. Boy, I tell you, it th this is fantastic. It says plus 400 percent. What this means is 
that uh, it had negative earnings, but it has turned to positive, and that is quite a quite a um, quite a good return there. Uh, the sales were up uh, 74%. That's not unusual in this category, though, because in this category it tends to be very very cyclical. Uh, some quarters will be just blowout when they're selling the new technology, and other quarters when they're not. Uh, they're refreshing will not be so this this is not surprising that that was the case but I am seeing you know I am seeing a pretty good chart here uh, but here's one thing that is is to be concerned with we did have this pullback to uh, the 50-day line yesterday when we had a distribution day on the Nasdaq and this is significant because this means that this is probably not the leader Okay, the, one of the things about one of the things when you're buying stock like this is you want to you want to kind of concentrate on the leaders because the laggards and I don't, I'm saying this is a laggard stock can be very much more volatile than the leaders. So I'm going to take a look at this area and this area, of course, is the uh, is the area is and this is unfortunately not the leader right now in this area. The the, the leaders in this area basically. Uh, you know, Zebra Technologies, believe it or not, and that's even. So let's jump over to Zebra. Now, Zebra, of course, is not in the semiconductor manufacturing area. It's in the barcodes and that kind of thing. This is probably a better stock uh, right now. Now, of course, unfortunately for everyone here, this stock is a $547 stock, so it hasn't, it hasn't split in a long time right above a buy print. Let's see if we can find something that's, that's possibly a little bit better than that. Uh, Trimble Navigation also is a good stock. And let's see if we can find something out about Trimble. This, I believe, is a better buy. Yes, it is. It's right below the buy range. Not a terrifically powerful chart, but not a bad chart either. So uh, this, this one is getting to be buyable. The buy point on this one is 84. Uh, 80, 84, 86. Currently, it's trading for 83. So it's right below the buy zone with... A uh, 82 relative strength on the relative strength line. That's quite good. Uh, one of the things about this tremble, as opposed to the one that uh, you indicated here, is this is a better stock. Uh, it, is, it is demonstrably better. It's got an 88 checklist, and it is a leader in this area. And the area is improving. So you might want to take a look at this one, Trimble Navigation T R M B, is the symbol on that one. So. Uh, not to be a <laughs> not to be a spoil sport, but that seems to be a better a better option uh, right now. You can, this is a this is a tough market to trade right now. It's uh, it's very very it's been very very weak. Uh, we did have sort of a pullback yesterday. I did I actually was buying this morning, believe it or not, but I was buying a very strong stock, and that's PayPal. And I want to take a look at PayPal right now, PYPL, just to give you a take a look at this. This has moved into a buy point, buy, uh, buy point, and I do think that this one is quite a good stock, of course. I did have an option spread on this one uh, as well, but, uh, but now I also have the physical shares as well. I basically bought a half position, and my buy point on this one was 292.75. Uh, currently, uh, 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 cur currently, it's a 299, it, and it's moving very, very nicely. Now, there is a little bit of weakness on terms of the uh, the volume here, but this is a one that I just got into. This is totally actionable right now, and uh, it, it does, uh, you know, one thing that, to watch out for, it does have earnings in 19 days, so I might be out of it 
in 19 days, just depending on how it trades. But it's right at a buy zone right now. So if you're looking for something that uh, to, to to possibly buy, this one might be, uh, you know, th this this one this one might be something that uh, that would be that would be right for that. Um, PayPal, P Y, P L. So um, and just for for fun, let's see. Just kind of want to show you my current small portfolio. Uh, the 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 stocks are currently in in the small portfolio. So let's go do that and pull up the small portfolio. Just kind of give you an idea of sort of how I'm trading. And this is a relatively small portfolio that I trade. It's sort of a, a sort of a demonstration portfolio, but you can kind of if you follow along with it, you can see you know how I'm doing and uh, and and kind of what stocks I'm in currently. So. Right now, this is the way the small portfolio looks. Uh, basically, my biggest holding right now in the small portfolio, and I've been acquiring, I've been accumulating in this, is DocuSign. That is my biggest, that is that is my biggest holding currently. Let's see if I can get that. Yeah, there we go. Let's see if I get that to move down. Okay, there we go. All right. So currently, my biggest my my biggest uh, position is in DocuSign. Uh, I'm up about 23%, 23% on this since I started it at 30, uh, 38 days ago. I have currently a stop loss set in here at uh, five at um, at, at uh, 270. Uh, so that gives you an idea. I have a three. I have three full positions in this. My by far my largest holding right now is DocuSign. Second on that is I just started a position relatively recently, just a few days ago. In Microsoft, Microsoft was in a buy zone, and I did pick up a ha uh, basically a half position in Microsoft. Not a lot. Uh, I've only held it uh, for 18 days so far. I uh, have my stop loss at 260 on that one. And if I were called out at this point, I would be in a loss position. So I'm going to be looking to move the stop loss up probably tonight to about even money on this one. Uh, I'm also in Nike. Uh, I did buy that as it moved into a essentially a buy zone uh, and I and I'm up about five percent on this one in about 15 days not terrific but not bad either uh, basically have my stop set at uh, 150 on this currently Nike is trading uh, for 161.07 up basically uh, all the last few days uh, third in the list is CrowdStrike this is a computer security software company been doing quite well. Also bought it at a buy point. It's up about three percent in 18 days. Uh, I do have a, I do have a half position in this one. No, I'm sorry. I do have a full position in this one as well. Now, what am I? What do I mean by positions? Well, if you take a portfolio, let's say the portfolio is worth eight thousand dollars, you divide it by eight. It has eight full positions in that. So I don't typically like to trade any more than about eight full positions. So. If I were to buy a full position, that would be $1,000 worth of the stock. So I typically like to keep my number of stocks down basically eight or less, and then I adjust the position size depending on what's what's doing the best. Currently, for me, DocuSign's doing the best. Microsoft is second. Uh, I am significantly in cash uh, with um, you know, with about a quarter of my portfolio in cash currently. Now, and one one of the ones that was not tech related, I do have Apple as well 
is Santander Commercial. It's up about 1%. And this is basically a auto finance company. So that kind of gives you a look-see of kind of where I'm trading right now. So without further ado, let's get back to Fernando's question. Uh, good morning. I'm in AT&T currently. Would you recommend uh, holding or selling? You know what? AT&T is... T... <laughs> is never been a very good stock. I would recommend selling it. I just don't think, you know, it's just wasting away. You know, AT&T had to cut its dividends, if you can believe that. I mean, it, it has been literally, I mean, at one time I think this was the most widely held stock in the world. Um, you know, times have changed. I mean, unfortunately, this business just isn't good. They just keep keep on making mistakes. Uh, you know, with DirecTV, they try to get in the television business. It's just been a disaster. Uh, John Stanky, who is the president, has been very, very underwhelming in terms of a leader of the company. And I say that I'm in Dallas, where the headquarters of AT&T is. I don't think you want this stock. I, I just don't think you... I think there's just so many better stocks out there to make money on than AT&T. AT&T just has not been a good stock. For an awful long time, as you can see by this chart, I want to show you the I want to show you the monthly chart to give you kind of an idea. It has really done nothing, literally, since 1991. I mean, it really has not done anything. And and people used to say, well, it has great dividends. Well, maybe it does, but there's just other better dividend stocks out there uh, if you're if you're looking for a dividend play. So I would really consider selling this one. I just don't think it's going to get any better with uh, AT&T, but I really appreciate the question because a lot of people own AT&T uh, and, you know, and, and have owned it for years. I just don't think it's a good stock. Um, I, I just think it's underwhelming in every, every way. So I would probably be a seller, to be honest with you, of AT&T. I really would. Um, Jim, you said that if a stock closes, uh, if a stock closes, it's where a stock closes that matter. Are you happy with NVIDIA close? Well, probably not. It's been it's been pulling back. So let's let's take a look at NVIDIA, and of course I've been touting NVIDIA, and you know I still believe, uh, you know it may it, it it may move up from here, but um, you know I'm not I'm not totally dissatisfied with an 801 with an 801 close. I as you can see by this chart here. Uh, you know, I basically bought it at the breakout, then then here, and then I've been shaken out. So it has pulled back to the 10-day uh, line. I do think that there's an opportunity. I do think that it probably will trade higher into the um, uh, it 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 probably it probably will trade higher in, into the um, um, in, in, into into the split. Now it is splitting four for one. So here's what I'm doing. I'm drawing a trend line on this and I just kind of want to show you. Now if this follows the trend line, basically what's happened here is that stocks typically oscillate between uh, two lines. Now the bottom portion of this line I believe is the 10-day exponential moving average. As you can see yesterday it pulled back down to that. It hit that and it pulled back up. So I do believe going into uh, you know, going into Je uh, July 19th, I do expect it to move basically up to this red line based on the fact that it's bounced once, twice, basically three times since its since its reversal. This red, this this black line here is the reversal line. I'm sorry that we're having issues with the the bandwidth. So I'm I, this the uh, the <laughs> the um, um, the, the stock chart is, 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 is flickering in and out, so I apologize for that. But, um, I, you know, I do think that uh, 
I do think we've seen some support here at the 10-day line, so hopefully it will get support of that and it'll start moving back up again. Uh, one concern is the RS line is is pointing down at 90. Now, as long as it's above 80, of course, I'm, I, I'm definitely liking it, but I think we're going to get some, hopefully, some power coming into the uh, split. I'm going to take a look at th this... Um, for the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks, it's been up. This week, it's been down on a weekly basis. So I'm fairly confident that we will turn the corner and move higher into the split. So I appreciate that question. That's a great question. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm somewhat right about that. So we'll see. Um, thoughts on Volkswagen? You know, the automobile manufacturers have not been doing as well as you would have thought they would have done. Um, but Volkswagen is definitely probably going to be the the king of the electric vehicles. It's going to be a, basically probably a battle between them and Ford. But let's see. I can't remember exactly the, because it doesn't trade. It trades as an ADR in the U.S. So I have to find out what the symbol is. V-O-L-K-S-W-A-G-E-N symbol. And basically what an ADR is, is that... Um, it, uh, it, 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 it's what they call an American Depository Receipt. Uh, I'm going to see uh, ADR. Uh, let's see if I get it. Uh, okay, it's W. It's a VW. Uh, VWAGY. All right, that's the symbol. Had to look that up because um, I didn't know that offhand. VWAGY. Let's pull that up. All right, this is Volkswagen. And by the way, I just wanted to show you, it. you can see Volkswagen AG ADR, that's American Depository Receipt. So this actually trades in New York, but it is it is a European exchange. It's in the Frankfurt Exchange. Okay, um, let's take a look at the chart. Um, on the weekly chart, we do have sort of a, sort of a consolidation. It's fallen below the 50-day uh, line. It does look like there's some some good activity here. We've got earnings in about 20 days. Uh, let's take a look at the daily chart. You know, it just doesn't look that compelling, though the relative strength line has been moving up. So let's kind of take a look at the checklist. The checklist isn't bad. It's 77, uh, and I think we have to compare it with its peers. So let's take a look at the checklist for um, Tesla. And, of course, Tesla is the most valuable automobile company currently. And, of course, the stock is a lot more expensive. Yeah, same same checklist, 77%. You know, I think I think Volkswagen is okay. Um, you know, I think it's okay. I actually think right now, if you're looking to the to the autos, I think your best bet, and now this kind of sounds really strange, but I think the best bet right now is GM, to be honest with you. I think it has the best chart. Um, well, I said that it had the best chart. Um, it did have the best chart. I haven't looked at it in about uh, two or three weeks, uh, but it looks like it's fallen back too. So, you know, I just wouldn't be in the autos right now. It's just the autos, right now the automobile uh, manufacturers are dead last. They are 197 out of 197. This is this is why I just cheat. I just don't think you want to be in the autos. I really don't because right now they are the worst performing they are the worst performing sector. So let me pull up the sector list to kind of, you know, to illustrate this because this is sort of something that, um, you know, can be kind of confusing because last year, 
you know, this was the best sector. It's interesting, Be, mainly because of Tesla. But this this sector this this group last year, the automobile manufacturers group, last year was the best sector. So, but unfortunately, right now it is the worst performing sector of them all. So I'm going to kind of go over here to the list. Now I've sorted this descending. So the worst sectors are at the top. Right now, the worst sector is automobile manufacturers. Second worst is alternative energy, and then the third is solar. So alternative energy, automobile manufacturers, and solar, some of the worst. Interestingly enough, the oils tend to be some of the best. But let's take a look at the automobile manufacturers to kind of look. I mean, I do, I do think that this is sort of like, you know, arranging deck chairs on the Titanic right now. I just wouldn't be in them. Uh, but uh, but basically let's let's kind of let's kind of look to see uh, you know what are the top stocks well the best one is Honda right now <laughs> and then Toyota and then Stellantis and then General Motors so it just really is not good everything is off their high uh, you know Volkswagen is a big company it's it's one of the most valuable companies out there but and it does have the highest relative strength but I still think the sector is terrible so I just Right now, I just think you got to be super careful when, um, you know, when looking at the sector. I just don't think it's good. Now, conversely, let's take a look at what is the best sector. So I'm going to I'm going to look at the best sector. Now, no surprise. <laughs> guess what? And this has been the case for the last three and a half months. The number one sector in the economy right now is oil and gas. Okay, believe it or not, oil and gas is number one. Now. I don't have a nearly enough exposure in this area, uh, but this is if you're if you're looking for a sector that has been doing well and is probably going to continue to do well, this is the sector. It's it's oil it's oil and gas. Right now, the number one rated stock in this area. Now, this is not the major oil companies; these are the drillers. Uh, is is um, Danbury Resources, and this is a, actually a company here in Plano, believe it or not. And it is uh, pulled back. There may be an opportunity to buy Denbury Resources. I would constantly consider this because this has been a very hard stock to buy up until now. It just has not been viable. But it's pulled back, and it looks like it has bounced on the 50-day line. Therefore, I'm going to draw a little bit of a cheater here. This is called a reversal line. And what I'm doing is I'm setting a... I'm I'm setting a um, an alert on that line. Let's see if I can go to the weekly chart and do this. Okay, let's go over the weekly chart. Yeah, it's it see it came down and it touched the the 50-day line. This is something that you might want depending on how this trades. Uh, depending on how this trades um, on Monday, this might be something that you might want to consider. I do think this probably will reverse higher. That's my guess. So on Denbury, I think what we could do possibly is possibly look at a buy stop limit order. Now, where would we put that? Well, let's take a look at it. I think that if it trades above the 21-day line, and I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see exactly where that is. I think if it trades above, if it moves above this 21-day line, which is uh, 73.69. And that's the 21-day line. You could buy that. So if you were to set a buy stop limit order on Denbury Resources, which is the which is the number one stock in the number one sector, you would want to set it at 
uh, a stop at 7369 and then a limit order at 7379 so um, that's how I would play that so I would not be interested in Volkswagen I think it's in the worst category right now I would be looking possibly to get into one of the oil stocks because they're doing the best and um, and that uh, and, and that might be a way to do it Denbury resources symbol DEN you could possibly go in with a 7369 uh, stop and then a uh, 7379 limit order and this is a buy stop limit so you instead of doing a stop loss you set it to buy and then you set it to buy if it moves above 7369 and you and you you saying you, you can buy it from 7369 up to um, 7369 so that's kind of the uh, you know that's that's kind of a look there there we go up oh, there we go get my camera back here so let's take a look at the next question thank you so much I'm gonna take a look at people that are uh, co uh, coming in from uh, from TikTok. so Jim how does oh, QS and SL look QS okay these are probably not the best stocks right now but let's look at QS QuantumScape uh, was a big deal. Of course, they are a battery manufacturer, uh, and there is going to be a tremendous need for batteries. Um, this chart on, Q on QuantumScape just is not a great, not a great, uh, not a great, uh, not a great chart. Now, there was a re I did draw a reversal line here. It did move beyond the, the reversal line, but since then it's gone sideways. Here's the thing with with uh, QuantumScape. I think you got to be super careful with this one it's pulling back it's not in a good area it's called the it's the original equipment auto truck area sector 150 out of 197 so this is not a area that you want to be in so my uh, answer to this unfortunately would be uh, just just not a good buy just just not a good not a good buy there for QuantumScape so just try not to buy this one uh, right now it's pulling back maybe we'll see something uh you know maybe we'll see something happen here but right now i think you got to be super careful when it comes to quantum skip i just don't think it's a good buy right now oh interesting thanks gene uh new egg um let uh, let me take somebody else just before i do that thank you sorry about that Jeet. what do you think uh ko <laughs> okay ko is a all is the i think it's the ultimate um, uh, uh, the the ultimate uh, Warren Buffett stock, of course, is Coca-Cola KO, um, and you know I am not a super fan of it, but it is in a buy zone right now, so that's something that you know you definitely can consider here. Very long consolidation, it it, it a secondary consolidation. Then there was a buy point at 53.94, it went into this it went into this handle. So the question is, can you buy it now? Here's a little trick. That I learned and I think it's a really great one when you have a handle like this and it's in a consolidation what you want to do is you want to draw a reversal line oops let's see if I can get it in there you want to draw a reversal line and like this to see if it can move above that 50-day line so if it can then this might be a very early buy point now hopefully we'll get my cursor back here and I'll be able to uh, set the alert on that line, but basically with coca-cola the situation is it's not a buy right now. It could be 
uh, by if it moves above this this line. So that reversal area is about 55. Currently, it's a 54, uh, 48. So it could possibly move higher on a reversal, and that might be an early entry. But I just don't really like the stock. Um, I mean, it does have some very good earnings. It's very consistent. Uh, and, and this area is not bad. It's 43 out of one, um, 179. But I am not a huge fan of Coca-Cola. I know this is the stock that Warren Buffett said that he would want to hold it forever. But I'm not so sure. It's only got a 55% checklist on the O'Neill checklist. So I am not a fan of it. Um, I just think that there's better better merchandise out there right now that you can make more money on. One piece of merchandise that I do kind of want to show you that I do think is set up very nicely and I do think possibly is a buy. Now, I did buy this one myself, and that's PayPal. I know I keep reiterating on this, but I do think that this one is a superior stock. And if you're looking for a, very, if a leader for the future, I think PayPal might be it. I, it's a, as a matter of fact, I just did a, the other the, yesterday. I did an invoice on PayPal. They whacked me 50 cents, and I was like, "Man, I hate this." But you know, what are you going to do? Everybody's got PayPal. I've had it for 20 years. I mean, in terms of the service, I haven't had the stock that long, but it's getting ready to move very nicely up to this 309 area, and it's right now in a buy zone at 321. So um, this is if you're looking for kind of a good stock. That's at a buy point right now, and a good location. You know, you might want to consider. Uh, you 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 might you might want to consider PayPal. Now, since I bought this a few days ago, I'm up eight dollars on it so far. I bought at two ninety one seventy five, and my stop is at two ninety six twenty. So um, this is this is probably going to move higher. I still think it's buyable. I think it's still actionable. Wait for wait for see how it opens on Monday. But I do think that this one might be a good one if you're looking for something to get into PayPal. Um, all right. All right. Let's see. Let's look at this one. Okay. Uh, do you think SKO is going up before um, earnings on the 21st? Let's like. Oh, okay. This is this is KO. Uh, you know what? I don't. Eh, I don't think so. Maybe. But I think earnings are going to be weak. Uh, Probably on for 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 um, for Coca-Cola, but we'll see. Let's look at KMX and see how that is doing. Checking in with that KMX, and there we go. Carmax. This has been a tremendous company, by the way. This one, you know, I wouldn't have said it, but Carmax is doing doing great. I mean, um, you know, everybody that uh, even though you know, there's one area here. That I don't like. It's in the retail automotive area. It's 142 out of 197. But this is a good, good company. Uh, it does have a relative strength of 77. I do think this is actionable, though. I do think this is actionable. I think as the as the shortages in used cars continue, companies like CarMax are likely to benefit uh, from this. So um, I do th I do like this company a lot. It's in a good position to buy it. Uh, right below the 138.77 buy point, so I do think that's really good. Uh, I definitely think you could, you could definitely buy this one right now. And it's Carmax, KMX is the symbol for that. All right, uh, thoughts on Apple next week? Of course, everybody probably knows I have a position in Apple. I've been uh, trying to build it. I have a spread on Apple. I have a bull call spread on it, and as well as the actual shares. 
Um, Apple finally has gotten. Uh, it took it took a long time for Apple. It split four for one back on August 31st, 2020, and then it has not equaled. Uh, it has not equaled the high. The intermediate high was 145.09. Currently, it's at 145.03. I just think that this is going to continue to go up. It's almost too. It's almost too extended to buy it right now. But I still like this stock an awful, awful lot. I think that it's likely to be up um, next week. I do believe that it could go as high as, uh, uh, you know, as as 145. But I just kind of want to take a look at this. As you can see, this is just, you know, again, there's certain stocks out there that are just fantastic. This is one of them. Uh, you know, I, it's it's at an all-time high. Uh, the checklist is excellent. The only thing here. This relative strength is relatively low at 70, but everything else works here. It's an 88% checklist, and by next week it'll be 100%. So, I definitely think this could go easily to um, to e easily to 147.50 by the end of the week. Uh, it's not a fast mover, but it's got a lot of power, and it's just looking very, very good right now. Uh, Apple is definitely, if you're going to be in one of the big cap techs. This probably is the one right now, at least for the time being. This seems to be the best. So, very, very good. Uh, very, very good. Robinhood does not allow the simultaneously buy and sell. Uh, we have enough. Uh, <laughs> we would have enough buying power to buy. Well, here's the thing about Polly. Thanks for thanks for that. Unfortunately, Robinhood. I, you know, I, you know, a lot of people use it. A lot of people really, really like it. But it has some very big limitations in terms of what you can do on it. I personally use. Um, TD Ameritrade, and the reason I do is because I get I get fills on my orders, and I can you do spreads. I can do I can just anything that you can anything that a professional can do, you can do on TD Ameritrade. You might want to look into possibly uh, getting a TD Ameritrade account. Here's the thing: if you email me at uh, dallastradingfloor uh, at gmail.com, I can have uh, something sent out from TD Ameritrade. I don't work for them, but uh, you can probably get I think. If you're referred, you have to be referred on this one, though. I think if you're referred, you can uh, you 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 can you can get um, potentially I think up to um, I, I think you can get up to $150 extra depending on the size of the account uh, if you're referred. But you have to be referred to TD Ameritrade by somebody that's already a user. Now I can do that, um, and uh, and it, all you need to do is just send, um, you know, just just send me an email, and I can get that right out to you. So, uh, so basically, let's see if I can do that. Yeah. So if you want, if you if you're interested in in that kind of thing, uh, my email address is, uh, you know, it should show it. Okay. Well, uh, that's why, because it 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 should have. Let's see if I can get it to stop the ticker tape. See if I can. There we go. So yeah, if you want to get if you want to get a um, uh, for TD Ameritrade, if you want to sh sh um, uh, shift over to TD Ameritrade, I think they offer $150 if you have if your account is worth $3,000 or more, and that's free. Uh, but you have to be referred. So if uh, you can just send me, um, it, you know, it also you can anybody that anybody can do this, but I do this all the time. And uh, so just send me an email at dallastrainingfloor at gmail.com, and I'll get that right out to you. And you could probably end up with $150 credit. But I like them because you can do any kind of trade on 
on um, you know on on TD Ameritrade. But thanks, Polly. Thank you very much for that. All right, um, Fernando. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Level three and Okay, okay. Oh, it does. Okay, good. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Fernando. Yeah, uh, level three is you basically have had several years' experience in um, trading options. That's absolutely right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. Um, okay, uh, is KNDG uh, good time? PayPal good time to sell? You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be selling. I wouldn't be selling PayPal right now. I'd be buying it. As a matter of fact, I've been buying PayPal. Now, for KNDG, I don't know about that one. Uh, let's look at it. Uh, KDG. There's an old saying, you want to let your winners run. And I think right now, at least, um, at least for the time being, uh, PayPal is doing very, very well. And it's right now, it's in a buy zone. So I don't think you want to sell. I think what you want to do is just move your stop loss up on this one. Uh, I can't seem to get KDNG in there. I apologize. Cannot seem to do that. But uh, let's see if we can take the next one. Oh, there we go. Uh, DKNG. I apologize. DraftKings. Okay. DKNG. Thank you for correcting that. DKNG. Let's take a look. And that's DraftKings. And, of course, this is a very successful IPO, uh, as everybody knows. I'm going to go to the daily chart here. To kind of look to see, uh, we are still below, unfortunately, and as you can see my marks out here, I'm kind of waiting for this to recover. We're still below that 20, that 250-day moving average. I probably would not be a buyer here, but I do think that if we move above this 200-day line, I think then we might want to consider it. Now the question is, where is that 200-day moving average? I'm just going to put my cursor right on it to see exactly where it is. I think what you have to look at for uh, DraftKings is it needs to really move above about 53.10 in order to be, to be actionable. I like this stock a lot, but currently it's in a downtrend. So you don't want to buy it here. You want to make for it to confirm, you want to make it, you want to see it confirmed to the upside. One of the things that is, de one of the things about this chart right now is that the 20, the 50-day line has drived below the 200-day line. That is not a good sign. That is what they call the death cross. So right now, the stock is weak. DraftKings is weak, and we need to see it much stronger before we're going to buy it. So I think the best thing you can do right now with DraftKings is to watch this, this stock. I think that's really, that's really going to be your best. That, that's 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 really really going to be that's really going to be your best list, um, best uh, situation here. So uh, you need to watch list. DraftKings. Um, DKNG. So, um, and then just you just really have to wait on this one. Uh, you know, you you just you just sort of have to wait, and it's it's you know sometimes it's painful, but I think you got to watch this DraftKings uh, right now. It's just not at the position where you can you can make that um, that move. I just I just don't think it is, unfortunately. Because I do like the stock a lot, but right now it's not set up properly. All right, Datadog, DD. This is a question from D. I haven't seen this one in a while, actually. I think I, I think I own Datadog for about five seconds last year. No, I'm sorry. This is Dupont. <laughs> I thought <laughs> we we want Datadog. I think it's dog, isn't it? D dog, or is it? Let's see if it's dog. I'm assuming it is on this one. Dog. I think it maybe. No, that's ProShares. 
Look at D-Dog. Is that it? Yeah, Data Dog. Okay. <laughs> Three times the charm. <laughs> Three times the charm. Well, Data Dog is actually surprisingly looking pretty darn good. There is a buy point on it at 119, and I do like the stock. It's moved above that very critical um, 200-day line. Now, it looks as if the 50-day is catching up with it. I probably would not be a buyer here, but I'm going to reactivate this. Um, I had a, I, I had a, uh, um, I had an alert on it. Basically, if it moves above this, this, um, you know, if it moves above about 111.49, then I'm possibly interested. So I, I think with this one, it may be getting ready. It's looking very nice. It's got a cup base. It's it's uh, it's it's this is a this is a good action on it, uh, but I still think you got to wait. It's not ready to buy this one yet. This is a little tougher market to buy, and it's not as powerful as it was uh, at the beginning of the year. So I think you got to watch list this one. But down dog is looking good. You should put that on your watch list. It's not ready to buy yet, though. Is PayPal a buy? Well, I think it is. I do. I think that PayPal. We are starting to see some of the strongest stocks come out and and show themselves and I think PayPal is definitely in that category um, I'm gonna go back to the to the chart here for PayPal of course it's P Y P L that's a symbol and I just want to show you that here we go alright as you can see I, I I've, I've noted it here I did buy a half position uh, yesterday at uh, basically at 292 it's at 300 right now up about eight dollars in about two days i do have a spread on this one i did put on the spread when this thing moved for the reversal this is one of my favorite stocks uh it is getting very close to its all-time high which is 309 and it does look like it's going to move at least through that we definitely are in a good situation here this is viable right now up to a price of let's see up to a price of about 310 we can buy um, we can buy PayPal. So right now it's close to 300. Let's see how it opens on Monday. But uh, I definitely think PayPal is a buy right now. Uh, it's one of the stronger stocks in the um, the finance credit card area, which overall is not that strong, but PayPal is. So I think PayPal definitely is in that area. Uh, how do you determine sell price? Very 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 good question. Typically, the way I determine sale price is if I am holding a stock that is up, uh, that if, if, if I'm holding a stock that is up 20% or more, usually 20 to 25%, I start to consider to sell it or at least to reduce it. Now, I do have a stock right now that's in that, that's, that's in that category, and that is, that is um, DocuSign. I have been holding this, and I want to show you this stock because... This is the proper way to 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 uh, sell, I believe, and that is if you have a stock that has moved up uh, 20 to 25 percent. That's where you want to consider possibly selling it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come on over to uh, to my small portfolio here to show you that. Uh, I did have one. I did have a stock like that right now, and it is uh, it is. Um, a DocuSign. Okay, so my right now I'm considering selling my position because I'm up as of today I'm up 24%. So I'm almost at 25%. So I probably will sell this. I probably will sell this stock, 
but then I probably will, believe it or not, buy some more because DocuSign is looking very good. So probably what I'm going to do is sell half of my position and then if it moves above uh, it, above the 290 level, which it looks like it might, then I possibly will buy some more. But I'm going to probably do some profit taking in DocuSign as we speak because I'm up about 24% in about 30 days on this one, about a month. So uh, 20 to 25% typically is a very good place to start taking profits. And I definitely looking to do that in DocuSign. Now, I'm probably not going to take 100% profits in this. I'm probably going to take half of the profits. And then I may, if, if the stock moves up, uh, in continues moving up into the buy zone, buy more, and then I will have a, I, I will basically move my average price up. But I want to take profits while I can. So that is, uh, that's a very good, that's a very good point. So 20 to 25% is where you start wanting to take a look at taking profits. Uh, let's look at General Motors. I think I did pull up General Motors before. It's off a little bit, um, but it's probably of the autos. It's probably one of the best. I just don't recommend right now being in the autos. The autos in general are not the best category. It's, pro it's the worst category currently. Uh, and as you can see, it's fallen off, but it's pulled back up to the, um, to the 50 day line. Now with, with a pattern like this, we could be seeing because of this, because of selling, we could be seeing the beginning of potentially a pullback on General Motors. I just wouldn't be in this stock. This whole area, unfortunately, right now is not doing well. And I just kind of want to show you, this is, the, this is the weakest section in the entire market is automobile manufacturers right now. So the best produce, the best performing stock in automotive right now is Honda, HMC, and it's off 3.9%. Uh, so this, and I'm going to bring up the chart for Honda again. It's still above the 200-day the line, but, you know, this is just not an area you want to be in. So I would avoid Volkswagen, Tesla, GM, Ford. I mean, the list goes on. Uh, because right now, you, we just want to see more strength in this sector. Right now, there's been, uh, right now, there's been, um, uh, uh, the, the money has been flowing out of this area into other areas of the market. So, it's been flowing into oil and gas and uh, in, in a lot of other areas. So right now, I don't think we want to be in um, GM right now. I just don't think we want to be in it. Snow uh, saw a push today. Uh, how much higher? Uh, I'm in at 217. So let's let's analyze this. Uh, people really like this stock. I, I was in it for just a tad bit. Um, and of course, it's a database stock. It's a pre it's pre-built. Um, a data warehouse. Uh, it's a, real, a relational database. SNOW, of course, is the symbol. So let's look at Snowflake. Um, you know, there's just a lot of institutional support, Matthew, for this one. Uh, I did, I did have, I, I did draw. Uh, there is a, I did draw a line here. Uh, it, it is looking like it is finally getting some support. I mean, there's some big buying coming in here today. That's definitely the case. I am still not convinced with this because, uh, you know, it, but it did move above this very key level, this 255.99. So if it can hold this, maybe then we could start possibly looking to get in. It reversed and then it went up to 299 and then it pulled back and now it's making another attempt. So there's definitely some resistance at the 255.99, 256 level, it's at 269. It's above that. So let's see if it can hold above 255.99. If it can, 
then it might be might be viable. But right now, it's yeah, I just wouldn't buy it right now. It's just not uh, not in a good place uh, to buy right now. So that's my that's the story on that. Let's take a look at some uh, questions from TikTok. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> how will cruise stocks do? I, I don't know. People really like the cruise stocks. I just could I can't see buying them because basically due to the COVID thing, they're looking at about two to three years of loss. I don't think they're going to be making a profit. But let's look at RCL, which is, of course, Royal Caribbean. And it's just not a very impressive chart, unfortunately. It's just kind of a sideways chart. Let's look at the weekly. Let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, it really needs to be above about 129. I just don't think it's going to get there. I just wouldn't be in this one. I just think there's better merchandise out there than the cruise lines, especially when we still have the potential of another shutdown with COVID. So just can't see it. Um, all right, Jim, I have been in stock. AR, your thoughts, if I should add another position. AR, I, I don't know what AR is. Uh, Artero Resources. Okay, engage. Okay, it's oil and gas stock. Well, maybe. This is not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, well... Oil and gas, is, uh, you know, this is this is a good-looking stock, by the way. Um, yeah, this is a good-looking stock. It's in the number one sector, U.S. oil and gas, uh, U.S. exploration. So this is very good. Here's one thing I would do if I was in the stock. I would push my stop loss up to about 13. I would have my stop loss in there right about 13, right about here, right about where the... Um, uh, you know, right, right, right about, right about where the 50-day line comes in. So I'd be looking to put in a stop loss there at about 13. But I think you're looking good on this stock. It's got a relative strength of 99. It's in the number one sector. Yeah, I could see where you want, you might want to, uh, you might want to add here. I, I, I think you could really actually. Um, it's not a conventional place to do it. It's not a basing function. But you know, I'm really liking this. Look at how many funds are in it. 402 are in this. This is a very good stock, by the way. Um, this is a very, very good stock. So I have a lot of, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of confidence in this. I have a lot of confidence. I definitely think you could add here. Let's kind of look at the, let's see what else is in the sector. And by the way, this is the number one sector, and it has been for about the last three months. It's the oil and gas exploration sector. Uh, and let's see if we can get that to come up. Here, come on there. It's not being very cooperative. Let's see if I can get it to, well, no, I can't get this one up, but there is another way. Of course, we can alternatively do it. So let's do it the alternative way. And let's go to that sector. Okay, this is the U.S. oil and gas area. This is the overall chart for it. It's it's really, really quite good. The Let's see if the, let's see the top stocks in here. Goodrich Petroleum, uh, Epsilon Energy, Ontario. You're right. Yeah, you're in one of the best stocks currently today. The top performing stock is Goodrich, and that is just doing fabulous. Look at that. It's really, really good. This is a $16 stock, and, and it's just looking fabulous. Uh, so this one, you might want to put this on in your radar as well. GDP. That's what the name of it is. Goodrich Petroleum GDP. This might be one that you want to look. So, but I think AR is excellent, and. Um, yeah, I think you could definitely add to it. Absolutely. All right. Um, prediction for <laughs> 16th July before put. I, I think it should be. I hopefully uh, we should see. Um, you know, we should we should see 
Uh, NVIDIA probably uh, trade up to about uh, 8.30, maybe 8.25. I don't think it's going to move much beyond that, unfortunately, because it's been, it's been rejected several times at that level. So I think that's probably going to be where it tops out before the split. Um, all right, Tastyworks is also... Very, yeah, absolutely. Um, Ravi, very good suggestion there. Tastyworks is, um, it was designed by... Uh, um, by Ted, uh, Ted uh, Sizemore. He also invented, um, he, he basically wrote uh, Thinkorswim. Uh, Tasty, Tasty Trade is excellent, excellent platform for options. Excellent. Um, excellent. Uh, just thank you for that comment. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I highly recommend anything that the Tasty Trade people do. I wish, <laughs> I, wish I was as good as they were. Uh, but uh, definitely something, a good platform to trade options on. Um, you know, you can really do well, um, but uh, Tasty Trade, very, very good system. So highly recommended. Highly recommended. Thank you very much for that, Ravi. I appreciate it. Um, you know, they've really, they've, th those guys, you know, along with Thinkorswim, they've really revolutionized the uh, trading of options, I can tell you. Uh, it makes it so much easier. Uh, let's look at Amazon. Let's look at the Amazon trade. And I'm gonna kind of pull that one up now. I did. Uh, I let me. I'll, I want to see how I'm kind of check in with this one. This was a spread trade that I put out there um, a few days ago, and I kind of want to check a lot and see kind of how it does. Because when I do the show, of course, I can't watch everything at the same time. But uh, we we ended uh, basically. It's off a little bit after hours, but we ended up at 37. Uh, 37.19, say about 37.20. Let me see if I can find sort of how we did uh, on this. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull uh, another window up here. Oops, let's see if I can get that window up. Yeah, there we go. Um, and see if I can, see if I can get that in there. So slides. And let's look at the Amazon trade. This is a trade that I put out to everybody. And by the way, sometimes these bull call spreads can be very good. Um, let's just kind of check in on this one uh, today. And let's get that up. Okay. There we go. So let me put that up. There we go. There. Okay. So basically, this is the spread trade that I put out on this. And basically, we went into this one Let's see, what was the date on this one? Yeah, the 7th, July 7th. So it's uh, two days ago. And let's kind of check in to see how we're doing. Now, the predicted value for this, uh, in terms of its value, we closed today, Amazon closed today at 37.19. So let's kind of go up there, 37.20. That's pretty close. And move over here to basically, uh, basically today. So it looks as if... We're at about 3.30. So this should be up about 3.30 since when we came into the trade. Now let's look at the potential on this trade. Um, this is kind of an expensive trade. I mean, it was $3,000 to get into it. Uh, we're currently up about $300. So we're up about 10% in two days on this particular trade. There is a potential of $1,930 profit on this one. Um, so we're doing pretty good. We're... we're um, so if you take 300 and you divide it by 2,000, you're going to get about 20 cents. So we're up about 20% on this trade so far, and that's looking pretty darn good. I still think you can do this trade uh, because I do think that uh, I, I do think that Amazon uh, has a lot of potential right now. It just it's 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 based 
and it's moved beyond a very specific um, buy point. And I do think that we are in a situation now where Amazon probably is going to move higher, at least in the short term. So let's take a look at the Amazon chart. Um, you know, I'm looking at the weekly, but I'm going to come back to the daily here to take a look. Yeah, we're definitely in a buy zone with with uh, app with Amazon. Part of the reason I did the spread on the Amazon and I didn't buy the shares is, you know, look at the price. It's 37.16 a share. That's an awful lot of money. Whereas with the spread, I can control 100 shares of this, which would normally cost me $371,600. I could control that literally for $3,000. So that's why I did that bull call spread. And I do think that it is still really good. We're in a buy zone. So that's, that's looking pretty good for that trade, at least for right now. So if we, if we, get, if we pull back below um, about $3,400, we are probably going to be, you, know, you might consider closing it. But right now, I think we're good to go on that trade. I really do. So that's looking pretty darn good. And hopefully by tonight, I will have the trade on Wells Fargo out for everybody. That is on the action trailers. And by the way, uh, if you're not signed up on those action trailers, I probably I know I show this all the time, but it's kind of a good idea to get on the list. And it's just easy to do. Just go to www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. And by the way, if you're on TikTok, super easy. Just go to my uh, profile, click the link, and then first and last name and email address. And I'm going to try to get this uh, this spread trade on uh, Wells Fargo out tonight. It's an earnings trade, and I think it has some good potential. Well, let's see if I can take one more question. Thank you so much for being so patient here. Uh, oh, this question on space, one of my favorites. Uh, is it a buy if the space stream goes on? I just don't know. Hopefully, hopefully um, Richard Branson will go and into space and everything will look good and you know, it, it it could be it could be so good, but it also if this thing blows up on the pad, mamma mia, it's going to be bad. So uh, I don't know. This is the chart on it. I've I've been I've been in it. I think if there's a success on this one, and and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of guess what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put my buy stop limit order in. Basically at this at this level, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on space. I'm gonna put a buy stop limit order on at 55. 10 so 55 is the stop and 5510 is the is the buy order if this thing if this thing's successful this could easily go up to you know you know 82 90 100 this could go high depending on if it's successful or not but we'll see i just hope that it doesn't blow up and i hope that everything works good on space but this can be a very you could, i've made very good money on this and i probably will have a, at least a small position set on this one so um but uh we'll find out on monday i'm going to be back on monday by the way at 2 30 central time and of course that's 3 30 eastern and hopefully everybody will be um be back with us um there's there's going to be some good profit making opportunities right now the market is a little bit funky it's very hard to trade uh, but we're still in a confirmed uptrend so we we don't want to be totally in cash right now but you know, if you're 50% in cash, don't be alarmed because um, you know it's better to be prudent right now. It's a tough market to trade. So I'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday at 2:30. Happy trading! Thanks everybody. See you on Monday.